animal lovers. Welcome to the Itty Bitty Animal Facts Podcast, where we learn a couple of facts about animals we're curious about. This podcast may not be suitable for all listening ears, specifically young ones. I just want to remind everyone that I am not a professional, just an animal enthusiast, because they can do so many cool, crazy things. Some things I say may just be my opinion. Sometimes I am misinformed, or sometimes I'm just straight up wrong. I am only human after all, but please email me at animalfactspodcast at gmail.com so I can correct myself and learn from you. Remember, I am only an enthusiast, not a professional. I am your host, Nicole, and joining me is my husband, Josh. Thank you for geeking out with me. Enjoy! It's that time of week for a itty bitty animal fact episode to satisfy your animal cravings. <laughs> Not in the meat <laughs> world, but in the education world. <laughs> Whoa. Bum, bum, bum. Education. Education. Learn it in your brain. Are you Batman now? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> You got all intense or, when you said uh, education, so I went intense too. I was running out of air. Anyway, the animal weeks you have, or animal days for next week, December 14th, is the only one we have next week, and it is Christmas bird count week. What would you like mean? more info? I would. I. I need more info. <laughs> Christmas bird count week goes from December 5th to apparently January 5th. Okay. That seems more than a week. Yeah. Weeks. It's, um, it's not a month. It doesn't start. It's not the month of December. It's... This makes no sense. Okay, I'm going to read you exactly what they wrote on this page. Sweet. The Christmas bird count week is from December Christmas bird count week. 14th. I'm struggling with words. 14. To January 5th, which a week from the 14th is actually the 21st, just so everyone knows. Continuing on. This week-long celebration... international is it supposed to say 24th it's on their thing on the 14th if it was the 24th would it be one week 24 and did someone just fat finger typo fat finger typo that's funny no okay a week from the 24th would be december 31st okay christmas eve or not christmas eve Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve would be those two dates. Gotcha. Um, so no, not even that. Okay, sure. This week-long celebration. I guess the week, if it was that, it would have to be the 29th of December to January 5th. So they would have had two. Anyways, this week-long celebration is an... They're fifth-dimensional beings, and time is there you weird go. for them. There you go. Anywho. Is an internet... There's a special place in the bad place for these people. <laughs> We've been watching The Good Place, everyone. It's a um, good show. This is a great show. Is an international census of birds census. undertaken by bird watchers in the Western Hemisphere. 
North Americans in the U.S. and in Canada participate actively in this counting, with the most contributions coming from these countries. Nevertheless, bird watchers from over 17 countries participate in the Christmas bird count. The numbers of observers increase every year. The count is conducted by the National Arbudon, Arb, Arbitorium? Arbudon. Audubon? A-U-D-U-B-O-N. I'm dyslexic. I don't I could be switching my B's and D's. Audubon? Something like that. Society. I don't know, I don't know that. Um, an Society. environmental organization devoted to the conservation of birds. Okay. Um, the history of it is volunteer bird watchers perform a census of the birds. Okay. It's evolved out of old hunting tradition. Okay. So, I don't know. There you go. People count birds is what I got out of that. <laughs> right. So, there you go. That is what your uh, week-long celebration is, which is much longer than a week. <laughs> okay. So there you go. Count birds from uh, the 14th to the 5th. Okay. There you go. Um, moving on. Your animal day, or your animal fact, the animal we're learning about today, does anyone remember what today's national, or just day is, national day, I guess, yeah, of sorts? Today is Llama Day. Llama Day. Llama, llama, llama. So we're going to learn about llamas. Happy llama, sad llama. Um, so... Also, today is uh, someone's birthday in my family. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to my family member. For those trying to figure it out, just know I have a lot of family members. My mother is the middle of 11. My father is the oldest of eight. All of them and their siblings have at least, I guess a couple of them only have two kids, but most of them have like four. (laughs) And then I've got a lot of cousins. So, I'm not going to specifically say. But someone in my family's birthday is today. And if you're listening, Day. happy birthday. Happy birthday, human. You know who you are. Um, llamas set boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that was like you were... <laughs> Starting llamas, and then you were turning to me, separate statement, set boundaries, <laughs> and then you were going to go into something. That's all I have in that sentence. <laughs> that's why it's funny. Because I was waiting to read more, and then I was like, that's a period. And I don't honestly remember anything else I already did research on. <laughs> so I don't even remember the fact that llamas set boundaries. Cool. Yep. <laughs> um, they're better than most humans, apparently. <laughs> right. I was going to say, all you people out there, you need to be more like llamas. <laughs> yeah, set boundaries. Set some boundaries. <laughs> they are willing pack animals, but only to a point. An overloaded llama... Oh, okay. An overloaded llama will simply refuse to move. These animals often mm. lie down on the ground, and they may spit, hiss, or even kick at their owners until their burden is lessened. They set boundaries. Excellent. Honestly, that is a great life lesson from a llama. Uh-huh. If your burden is too much, set a boundary. Yeah. 
Not like a phys- oh, I mean, a physical burden I too, but like an like... emotional or a mental burden from a person. Set a boundary. Right. Like seriously. you are too much of a burden to me. Yeah. Lighten my load, please, by yeah. not dumping this on me. Oh my gosh, llamas! They're like therapy animals. I wonder <laughs> if they selectively breed them to find ones that have less boundaries. Maybe. Or if some of them are like lazier than others, so they won't carry as much weight. Maybe. Or more stubborn. Yeah. They want more compliant ones. Uh, who knows? Mm-hmm. Or if Someone they're all just does. very unique and independent in their opinions. Yeah. Or if they just all kind of around the same weight ish, depending yeah. on their size. True. You just gotta find a buff llama who's willing. Gotta find a jacked llama. Like a jacked kangaroo. <laughs> like, Mothers. Like, what's the name of that kangaroo again? Roger, I believe. Yeah, Ripped Roger. Ripped Roger. <laughs> there it is. Um, so mothers often, this is super cute, mothers often hum to communicate with their babies. Oh, that is cute. Um, they also make this noise when they're anxious, tired, uncomfortable, excited, or just curious. Huh. That's fun. It's called Crias. C-R-I-A-S. Crias. Almost cries, but an mm-hmm. A instead of an E. Yeah. Um, uh, in addition to humming, llamas make a unique gargling noise <laughs> called an orgle. <laughs> Females, female llamas will sometimes make clicking noises. Farmers often use them to guard herds of small animals like sheep, goats, and even alpacas. As they have been known to boldly chase off predators like coyotes. They set boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> they don't let them bullies come in. <laughs> Excellent. And pick on their younger ones. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's funny that llamas are used as guard animals for alpacas. Um, That's great. Mm-hmm. And other animals. Researchers Tough. are working to create a universal flu vaccine that would be effective against every strain of the virus, and llamas are playing a big part in the research. <gasps> what? Um, scientists have developed a nasal spray derived from several llama antibodies that work that works by targeting many strains of the flu all at once. Cool. Right. I mean, by the time this episode comes out, flu season is going to be well underway, but get your flu vaccines. Yes, get your flu vaccines. They work. Yep. (laughs) Also, get your COVID vaccine. Yep. (laughs) They also work. They do. But yeah, llamas are helping to uh, make it a one shot. I guess nasal spray. Nasal something. And you don't have to get a shot every year. My brother got um i think the nasal one one time for the flu shot and he was like it was the worst like flu reaction he had like you know you get the flu shot and uh-huh. you can sometimes have like the flu like yeah, symptoms you but you're not symptoms, actually sick right his was like the worst he's ever had by doing it through the nasal because he also doesn't like shots and he's like what he had like the fever he was super sick he actually missed like school in the fall he was in college and stuff for a few yeah. days he was out. Dang. Oh, no. He's like, it was the stinking nasal spray one. 
But he didn't get sick that year. Well, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think he's gotten sick uh, with the shot version either, but less sick. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry, Munster. Anyway, llamas. 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 Thank you so much for joining us this week. Please rate, review, and tell your friends so I can continue with your support in sharing fun animal facts with you. You can also follow Animal Facts Podcast on Instagram. I may not be updating it as often right now, but there will be occasional treats. Click the link in the description for the resources, donation links to save the animals we talk about, merchandise, and other fun things. And a special thank you to my best friend, Jewel, for the awesome theme music. And all of you for joining me in my animal passions. Until next time. An itty bitty bye.